Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and sorry for the five-minute being late. I uh, had gotten a recently new laptop and uh, didn't have the password saved or even the username, so I was kind of frantically going through email, and I finally just decided, ah, forget it, I'll just reset it. So we're in, we're going. I don't think Stacy's going to be here. I believe she's training for into it in the California region. My guess is that's what it is. So uh, if you already left, sorry, it was totally my fault. Um, but the podcast, of course, will be available at RadioFreeQB.com. Today is a pretty short show. I'm going to introduce myself, and then we are going to be covering a new deposits feature in the QBO file, the account and overview page. Uh, QB Labs, there's a few things in there to consider. And then even an update on the beta for the project tracking. So we will talk about that as well uh, and and the email address you can go to, you know, if you have a client that really wants to be able to track labor burden in QBO, which you can do now. We do it based on time, and you can enter hourly cost rates. It's kind of in a beta. It was announced at uh, QuickBooks Connect. So I have a file with that turned on. So we should definitely, you know, drive, dive through that for sure, um, and then a few other things. So let's let's break that down. But first, I just want to mention, uh, my name is Woody Adams, of course. We've been doing this a long time with Stacy, um, and. The opinion statements that I have might not necessarily reflect those of Intuit. Intuit's not affiliate of the show, but of course I am an employee of, of Intuit. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm going to tell Stacey, she's texting me now. Uh, yeah, yep, yes, got it. We are rolling. Sorry, she had the time zones messed up. Cool. So, um, but again, apologize for the bad form and not uh, remembering uh, the password, et cetera, having to reset it. So we have that. I also want to mention Neat is a longtime sponsor of the show, Neat.com. So you can find out more about that at Neat.com. Now they integrate because they scan receipts in and, and actual invoices, things, and they'll create transactions in the QuickBooks Online file, right? So they have a scanner, and you just scan it, and you know, essentially, other than scanning it, it's like automating data entry. So I love that part, but they also integrate not just with QBO, but with desktop. Okay, so very important, because you're probably supporting both platforms, right? So it's uh, neat.com, and Stacy also apologizes for not being able to make it. She got her time zones messed up, and one last time I apologize for being five minutes late due to a user ID password issue. <laughs> New laptops, right? You think you have everything there. I'm sure you guys have done this before, right? You upgrade your laptop. You install the software you need. Luckily, everything for me is in the cloud. For the most part, I install some like Premier Account Edition Enterprise. But right, you think you've remembered everything because most of your stuff is in Box or Google Drive or wherever. Uh, but there's always something like save passwords in Google Chrome because you don't have it written down somewhere. Okay. And we're Stacey and I are fairly chaotic, so we change the password like weekly. So I got to let her know because she'll try to come in next week, et cetera, et cetera. No, but it's a biweekly show. And remember Neat.com. Check it out. And, and we thank them. We thank Neat, N-E-A-T.com. Thank Neat for being our sponsor. Long-time sponsor now. So awesome. Okay. New deposits. You'll notice um, when you're in a client file and you go to the plus sign in the upper right and go to bank deposit, and you see the little green thing. 
Um, in, in some of the files, you will see a switch to new deposit in the upper right of the deposit form. So you can try that, and it just says try it, it's new. And they're looking for feedback. Now, it's not in every single subscription, I've noticed. I think they're just kind of pushing it out to get some information. But it'll say right next to the question mark and the help, it'll say try new deposit. Okay, so we know a deposit is, is pretty much where you're going to receive from account description, payment method, et cetera, amount, class tracking, whatever. And you might have some payments coming in from the receive payment window to undeposit of funds, so you'll do that too. However, um, it's like a, a top section of the payments you want to include in the deposit, and then below that it's add funds to the deposit. So if you have no payments to deposit, it's just, at, you know, it's just the deposit form. Pretty simple, but if you click Try New Deposit, which I'm going to do right now, and you can always go back to Classic, what I like is it does have the asset account up top, Deposit 2, that's good, date and location, because with deposits, though there's no like location tracking at the on the deposit form itself, location tracking, it'll just inherit it from the invoice, right? So it, that's kind of already assumed, but I can track the particular class. So you have that. I have no new deposits I'm looking at. I wish you guys could see it visually, but turn it on because you can always go back. Don't worry. There's an option to back to classic deposit if you don't like it. But what I like is on the right, there's a panel a little bit wider than, say, the left-hand panel that will open up when you go to an invoice and you got, like, unbilled time, material expense, or, you know, your client's writing a check and there's an open bill. You know, the panel that kicks out on the right, it's a little wider than that, and it has two tabs, select payments or deposit options. So I'll click on deposit options, so I could do a particular deposit, memo, attachments, cash back. That's in the panel. And then I like the select payments tab because there's six payments possible for me uh, to deposit. So I can add them all or I can just check off the payments that I want to add. And as you click the little payment cards, it adds them to the deposit and feeds the lines for you. So I got all carry pie shop going in right now. Must be a sample file from somewhere one day. So I like that. The payments that you can select that are optionable to put on the deposit form show up in the right, and then there's deposit options from there. But if you don't like it, I mean, it says share the feedback, right? We want you to try it and share the feedback, and then if you don't like it, go back to classic deposit and click yes, and then it'll bring you back to the, to the deposit screen that you've known and loved and you, all, this, all this time, and you'll see what did you think, and you put in your feedback. So try it out. It's nothing in labs you have to turn on. It's literally go to plus sign bank deposit right under the other column. Try new deposit. Have at it. Try that. Um, the other thing is the overview tab. I'm sure you've seen this because you're going into the client's QBO files from QBOA. Now, we don't land on the overview tab yet. You still come in on the dashboard. But the overview, it'll say overview new, and let's just break this down. My, I'm hoping that this is where accountants will land or bookkeepers or whoever manages QBO clients and you're going into the client file from QBA, you're going to land in on the overview tab because it surfaces up, at least for right now, three different types of data that you'll want to know. Company setup, the level of QBO, the payroll, if sales tax is enabled, and then any app that might be connected to the QBO file. Excuse me. That will also be there. So I can see that it's plus, enhanced payroll, sales tax is enabled, and I have QVinci, auto entry, books routines, which we're going to talk about next, mostly around invoicing, 
Expensify and Spotlight Reporting. So uh, without even going into the Apps tab, which we don't have access to anyway, right? When you're a client file from QBOA, there's no Apps tab in the left-hand panel. So I can see the Apps. The second section of the overview page is Banking Activity. And this is essentially all your bank accounts, credit card accounts, and bank balance, what's in QuickBooks, unaccepted transactions, so I can see, and if I click on it, it'll bring me to the bank feed window, unreconciled transactions, and reconciled through date, or never reconciled, as in my case, except for my checking account. So I got to get on that. So it's, it's uh, estimate the effort to bring these accounts up to date. That's really like the, the name of the banking activity section. Okay, so there's that. And then finally, my favorite part is the common issues. Common issues, low-hanging fruit of mistakes that clients will make in the QBO file. Is there an amount in opening balance equity? I have negative 226.25. If I click on any of these amounts, by the way, it brings you to the register for the particular account. But I have negative asset and liability accounts, eight of them. Undeposited funds, I have six transactions that are in undeposited funds, totaling $10,000. Right, I was in another file earlier uh, doing a firm training uh, about just a half hour ago. I had $196,000 in undepositive funds, 178 transactions in undepositive funds. But at least I know. Uncategorized assets, uncategorized income and expense. So that's the common issues uh, that we have surfaced up at this time. Again, like the new bank deposit, the overview tab, the, the teams are actually seeking feedback for other common issues you want us to surface up in the overview tab, okay? So company setup, banking activity, common issues. And uh, that's the overview tab. Again, you don't land on it. So for some reason, even though there's a big like pinkish new tab next to it, I, I hardly ever see it because I'm just so used to like getting it in the dashboard, and then you go other places, right? So overview tab in the left-hand panel, when you're in a client QBO file, that'll be uh, above dashboard. And remember, bank the new bank deposit, try it out. It's just pulling stuff from a right-hand panel and adding it. You know, it's pretty easy, but it, it looks cool. It definitely looks more modern than a typical deposit form we've had. And if you don't like it, go back to the classic look. But that's not something you got to turn on in labs or anything. It's just... Try new bank deposit is a tab on the deposit form. All right, but let's go into labs because there is something that we put there recently. I tried it out for a little while, but I got too many emails, so I think I turned it off. Now, there's a couple things. There is routines for QuickBooks. This is automate repetitive tasks, set up custom alerts for when something important happens, and more routines allows you to enable powerful custom workflows, through a simple, if this happens, then mostly it's around invoicing, though. Um, so I have that turned on, and then you can also turn on the Amazon integration. Now, I don't actually have an Amazon account or anything. I don't sell anything on Amazon. So for me, it's, I'm not going to be able to go too deep talking about this one. But you can actually view order details in your transaction feed and see exactly what you bought without ever leaving QuickBooks. So it's an integration directly with Amazon, and then you go to the uh, bank feeds page, right? So it's kind of like hooking up Amazon as a bank feed, if you will. So that is new in the QuickBooks Labs. Try it out, um, and that's the Amazon integration. The routines, when you turn that on, it is under the gear icon, tools. 
right above import data, manage routines. And routines are the following. And again, also requesting your feedback on what you'd like to see. Notify your customers when you receive their payment. Remind yourself of customers about their past due invoices. Remind yourself about upcoming bills and mark an invoices memo whenever an invoice is overdue. So those are the four types of routines. And we give you a, a template. I have my routines are bill due reminder, overdue invoice alert, payment receipt email, and stamp overdue invoices. So several times a day I've been getting these emails, so I'm uh, reminding me of this stuff. You know, at night or in the morning, it's something to consider. It's basically a routine list, right? And uh, when I, for instance, I have the bill due reminder. Oh, and, and I have a box check that says, so again, reminding myself about upcoming bills, payables, only apply this routine for specific vendors. So I've checked off some several vendors I want to be reminded about that I'm typically just forget on. When do you want to be reminded? And the options are before due date, day of due date, and then there's an option of number of days you can put in there. And then send to the company email, subject line. So this is basically an email reminder. Uh, like I would, I would love it if the alert was within product. You know what I mean? Because I, I get a lot of emails. So I would just like when I come in and it's – or maybe actually surface that up in QBOA, which would be sweet for particular clients. Uh, but anyway, just for the client, when they turn routines on, it would be nice if it's on the dashboard because they're not going to have overview. You are, so they'll just have dashboard. And in the tasks or reminder section, the very top of the dashboard, that's where I'd like to see the alerts. And then it would drive me into the routine list or into the particular bill or vendor or something like that from there. You know. But it, right now it's a lot of emails, so I've actually turned this off in labs just because managed routines is mostly emails I'm getting. So emails. So you can turn it on or off within labs and do give feedback, and that was my feedback. And remember the Amazon integration. I, I wish I had more on that. It's just like when you turn it on and then you click done, and I'm in QB Labs under the gear icon. When you go to banking, you know, banking apps, it adds a tab, and then it says get started with Amazon, right? So connect to Amazon. But I don't have a password for Amazon. If I did, then I'd be able to review my orders and things like that. So that's pretty cool. So it adds literally a third tab in the bank feeds for banking apps. All right, banking, banking apps, and rules. And that's in the uh, the bank feed. So Amazon integration and routines. Now, something I think that is really critical to know about, and that is project tracking. If If you have a client that wants to be part of the beta, I do have a short video on it, so if you want to see, it's like an overview. It was a part of the Beyond the Basic service-based business workflow that I did maybe a couple weeks ago, and I dove into um, – I got the projects, the new project tracking turned on in my file. Now, I know you could turn on projects for a while in QBO. That's, that's in, it's an advanced setting, right? It just says project tracking. And it adds the word projects as a menu item in the left-hand panel. However, what we're doing is more of like a – a progress chart and graph, if you will, profit margin type dashboard. So I see my list of projects, but I also see the income and costs, and there's like a green 
bar for income and blue for cost. And then I have my profit margin. So for, for example, the Heather Campbell flooring project, the profit margin is 43%. 48 minutes of time towards it so far. And above that, I have this hourly labor costs. So, so this is beta. You can sign up for the beta at projectsbeta at intuit.com. But for if you have a client that really wants to ha track labor burden, now it's not at the paycheck, though. There's still no name field at the paycheck level. However, you, you're going to enter in your hourly labor cost for the employees or vendors that work for you. You just put in the cost rate. It's a little pencil icon. And you click on the calculator. And you can enter an amount for wages, employer taxes, additional employer taxes, workers' comp, and overhead. So for like Leah, for example, I think she is, her hourly cost is 2891 an hour. We use that amount against the hours she has put against a particular project. Not sub-customer, not customer. You have to use project tracking for this, right? We're going to move from the sub-customer method more into project tracking with QBO Plus in general. Okay, I think you're going to see more of these job costing enhancements to impact the project page. But you enter all your hourly labor, labor costs, and then once you run payroll, you'll see it in payroll expense. Um, also, which I like is each um, – when you drill into the project itself, there is a third tab now. There used to be just overview and transactions. Now it's project reports. And there's project profitability, which we know. It's like a P&L already can for the particular project, but a new report called Time Cost by Employee Vendor. So you can see all the cost of the time by employee or vendor for the particular project. So that's the enhancement. I mean, it, it literally is labor burden because I can see the payroll expense on the P&L, though it's not a field on the paycheck itself. Based on the hourly cost rate you enter times the time, we, we figure it out that way, and then when you run the paycheck, it just confirms the amount. So when you run a profitability, a profitability or project profitability report or essentially P&L by project report, you'll see payroll expense you know, in, the, in the, uh, the, the project columns on the profit and loss. That, that used to be a, a $0 journal entry, right, or a $0 check you would use to book that. So really the only feature missing that Pro doesn't have for quote-unquote job costing, uh, the QBO Plus, does not yet have, that Pro does is estimate to actual reporting. But Stacy's budget to actual is still, you know, is still there. So I, li I like this project tracking, and I was itching to get into it. Um, I haven't been in here in a couple, three weeks, but still. Let's say you have a client that is doing Stacy's workaround, or just that's, this is the last obstacle for them. They really need to tra be able to track payroll expense by job on, this, on the P&L projects beta at intuit.com and do include the company ID of the client you want us to turn it on for you and it might take a couple of weeks to turn it on okay so I like the project tracking for that and I do like I said I did cut out a short video of the project tracking of just me doing an overview of it in product um, so very cool I like that. It just makes it more, well, from job costing, that was really the thing. You get estimates actual there, then, then you always have that mobility, and I can do these features within QuickBooks Online. Right? So remember, what we talked about today, uh, new, to, new deposits, 
turn it on. I don't know if that's going to be the deposit form of the future. I'm just trying it out. So you can always go back to the classic, you know, bank deposit form. You add the payments from the panel on the right. It just kind of pre-fills them for you, and then you can add the details as well. Account and overview tab, you've probably already seen that and clicked in there. Do give feedback on that because we're surfacing up key common mistakes or issues with the file, mostly around opening and balance equity. As we mentioned, some uncategorized accounts, negative assets, and undeposited funds. Now, QuickBooks Labs has two new tools. Just to recap, Amazon integration, which really just adds a third tab to the bank feed window for banking apps, so it's like a direct connection to Amazon, so you can import your orders. All right, just need an email address and password for your Amazon account. That's also turned on in QB Labs. QuickBooks Labs is found under the gear icon of your client QBO file. And routines, mostly around email alerts for overdue invoices, bills, things like that. I personally have turned it off just because all the emails I got. I'd like to see the alerts in product, not via email. But that doesn't mean a client who's not really in product a lot, they might really like the email or something, especially because you can pick and choose. You can pick and choose, right? Like, um, which vendors do you want to show the alerts for for overdue bills and make sure you pay on time? So again, check it out. And then the the best one I say to for last, really, project tracking, getting a boost in that you can enter hourly cost rates for your employees or vendors. Multiplied by the time, we're going to, we have a new report, time cost by vendor, employee, for that particular project. You, know, and you have to use project tracking. It can't be done with sub-customer. And then when you run the paycheck, even though there's no customer or project field on the paycheck, it just confirms the amounts, and then it hits the P&L. It books it to the payroll expense or whatever wage accounts you're using. So when you're looking at a, a profitability by project report, I can see payroll expense. Right. And the dashboard itself for project tracking, I can already see that I have 1,050, 14 payroll expenses for this particular Heather Campbell flooring job. Right. Now, I'm, my margin is like dashed lines because I haven't actually created an invoice against the estimate yet. Right. So I just see cost. But it's great. If I go into a different project, you see for Robert Allard, no, also the same. Let me see. Garage, sunroom. I think this one. Yeah, 80.7% profit margin. Okay. So I've started to create some, accept some invoices. So that's the thing. Actual better dashboard for tracking your projects and that report for labor burden, and you have the hourly time and cost. So I'm going to, you know, again, you could wait for the full rollout, and I don't know when that would be, but it's in beta now. And it was announced at QuickBooks Connect, so I can talk about it. But I would definitely, if you have a client really itching to try it, projects beta at intuit.com, include the company ID. I don't manage this, so I can't tell you when it will be turned on. It took them about three weeks to turn it on for me. But I am going to show it a little bit in the next Beyond the Basic webinar, which is next week, uh, and it's uh, for service-based businesses. Cool. So, again, I apologize for being late in the last 90 seconds. apologize for being late. Uh, but I did get, I just reset the password, so it's good to go. And we went over all the content anyways. I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Neat.com, N-E-A-T.com. I mean, you've seen the commercials on TV, so you know who they are. Scanning invoices, transactions, 
into QBO or desktop, right? Don't forget it. All, they also support and have an integration with QuickBooks Desktop. They've been with us a long time, so we really appreciate and thank their sponsorship, neat.com. Uh, the next show will be two weeks from now, and I believe Stacey will be back from that. She's just doing a lot of training with Intuit and traveling all over the country. And maybe it'll be Richard as well. I'm not sure. He just emailed me that he has a password, so I've got to let them both know it's changed. Anyway, a little bit behind the scenes info. You probably didn't want to know. But thanks for listening today, and I hope you have a, a great one. Spuska Dan Laser out of here. Spuska Dan Laser.